every episode of Final Space. 23 fans, storyboard artists, producers, composers, animators, designers, voice actors. Welcome to Volume 3 of the Into Final Space Podcast, hosted by Gabe Jones. We're back with another episode of Into Final Space. Today we're hitting Final Space Season 2, Episode Number 11, The Setup. Another awesome return this season on the show today, composer and songwriter Shelby Mary joins returning fantrack CM Maddie. I'm so excited to have them both on the show. Let's get right into it. All right, I am on Skype today, and we have Shelby Mary is back with us on this episode, and we are joined by Maddie, who is our fan track scene on this episode. How are you guys doing? Good. Pretty good. Awesome. Well, thank you guys so much for being here today. Uh, of course, we're welcoming Shelby back. She was on earlier in the season, uh, and we're so glad to have her back. Uh, Shelby, can you just remind us again what you do on Final Space? So I am one of the composers on Final Space. Along awesome. with, I, I always say, along with Andrew Goodwin and Jake Sidwell. Awesome. Well, thank you again for joining us on another episode this season. We're so glad to have you back. And uh, Maddie, is there anything you want to tell us about yourself? Uh, hello, I'm Maddie. I'm the returning fan check scene of the podcast from like August, I think. Uh, yeah, I'm just a fan check scene for the show and an animator. <laughs> awesome. Well, Thank you again for applying and for interviewing and being again on this season of the podcast. So glad to have the both of you. As always, I'll be stepping back, throwing some stuff in here and there. Um, But Maddie, you have the floor uh, to give your first question. All right. Awesome. Okay. All right. First question. All right. So since we're talking about uh, episode 11 of season two, uh, during this episode, stronger and impactful moments, uh, were there any different approaches to the musical score that you had ideas of? So as we go, we try to keep the show from the beginning to the end kind of silly at first, and then it gets darker. So by the time we got to episode 11, it was like 11, 12, and 13 felt like one. Right. So it was definitely a moment to like bring out the more moodier stuff, the really heavy, dark, hard-hitting, big drums. Like that was the time to pull on the hard strings. Yeah, for sure. And I remember those were those those two episodes, 11 and 12, where Olin was like, don't give spoilers, please, because you know, these are the, the last two before the finale, and, and they all kind of fit together really well. Yeah, it's more like a movie. Like, the last yeah. three are like a movie. Yeah, and that, that, was kind of, that kind of fit that same theme of uh, 8, 9, and 10 from, from season one as well, where they all kind of slid in together as kind of their own individual portions of the season, which worked really, really well. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I could I could definitely tell there were like links between each episode, especially with like music, because I think it was seven, eight, nine that had like a familiar kind of tone to whenever the scenes got dark or emotional. Like there was like that same little jingle of music that were, uh, was happening, and it kind of really made it into its own sub story of the season. So that was a really clever way to do that. Yeah, we we really try to stick with musical themes so pulling in different melodies or tunes at certain points like the um the old Lil Cotto Mm -hmm. when he's talking to his dad like that song right there I also put um like a version of it later on like different things like that that we're purposely 
pulling at your heartstrings. I mean, that's the goal was <laughs> to make you cry. Right. Definitely. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That definitely, that definitely worked. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And, you know, talking to, to Jake and Andrew, you know, like kind of like they, they both like to reference things from earlier in the season and kind of pull them back in. So, you know, you kind of had that consistency flowing throughout the season. Yeah. Thank you. We try really hard. I mean, when we're doing, when you do something over nine months, it's really hard to make it all consistent and like, right at all because you'll forget different melodies you had or whatever but we try to be really consistent and make sure that you're hearing familiar things when it's important and to do that well right and it it, it all comes together perfectly so very awesome oh yeah definitely <laughs> thank you all right maddie you have another question of course okay so my second question is, what was your favorite thing about recording the musical score for episode 11 specifically? So remind me what happens in 11. Okay. Because uh, in episode, in episode 11. I was... want your rundown. I want, <laughs> I want your. What'd you take away? <laughs> okay. Um, definitely rewatched it before this podcast. Uh, <laughs> so in episode 11, it was the episode where the crew was going after Cheryl because she had taken uh, all of the dimensional keys. Uh, and it was like really that confrontation between Gary and his mom about what happened in their past and why Cheryl is the way she is now. Uh, that, that scene where he, I, I, I didn't want to say this and it'd be the wrong episode. So I'm <laughs> good now. You're all right. The scene, <laughs> where, the scene where Gary's talking to his mom and he's saying, like, you know, you can't keep blaming everything on, you know what I'm talking about? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, 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 that that one, like, 20-second bit where it was, like, him just going off on her. That was he just best. goes off on her? That was the best. The song there is, is in my top three moments of, of season two that oh, I did. That yeah. it, it, like, just... It changes. Uh, it's actually the same chords as the oh through the atmosphere. It's the same chords as oh, that song. Yes, is it really? Oh it my is. gosh, that is so, that is like the most clever thing you could do with that. So yeah, I use that. Like we have themes. So like anytime Gary and his mom are talking and it's serious, it's that theme. Or if they're talking about his dad, it's that theme. Like I always use the same thing for everything. So that was one of my favorite scenes that we were teasing that theme all throughout the show. And then when we got to that moment where it finally broke down and it was just like the real raw Gary, it, that theme comes out in full fruition. And it's just like such a magical moment. I, it was one of my favorite scenes to do. Oh yeah. It definitely like, there's almost every little bit of that scene, like hit perfectly wherever it was hitting. Like, I think that scene just sticks out so much in that specific episode because of that. Yeah. It it, it resonated really well, I think with the audience for sure. Yeah. Well, I'm glad. Yeah. That was, that was one of my favorites that and the, um, earlier on in the season when Gary is talking to Nightfall Mm -hmm. about meant to be together but never meant to be. I cried like a baby (laughs) when I scored (laughs) my You and about what else? Like when that the sun comes around and that 
final space theme that Jake wrote starts playing, I'm like, oh, like so many tears. <laughs> it's beautiful. Yeah, it's, you know, the scenes like that really do hit when the music composers behind it, like, know the scene themselves. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Oh, yeah. Okay, so here's, here's, here's a third question for you. All right. So which character do you think really connects to the music you make for the show? Like, just in general. That connects. Hmm, that's really hard. Gary's so goofy that it's hard to like do serious scenes with him because he doesn't get serious often. Right. But yeah. I like I loved the little Cotto episode. Mm. Oh yeah, the sixty-year future one. Yeah, I got to write that one by myself. Andrew and I split up, and we both did an episode, and that one was like so fun to do because it's yeah. such an emotional episode. Right. I'm just like, yes, like I can dig my hands into it and like <laughs> make her super sad and make people cry. Like, like oh my that's gosh. my goal. Yeah, you yeah. you definitely succeeded in that one too. <laughs> oh yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, it, it it really hit. I, I think a lot of people and you know, Olin was mentioning early on that he's like, this is one of my favorites. This is one of my favorites. Look it out for this my one. Favorite. It was my yeah, favorite. It was it was my favorite this season. I think a lot of people were of, of course upset with the the kind of glancing over what happens later on in the season with, you know, little kind of, you know, not seeming to be affected at all. Um, but visually and musically and writing wise, I think that episode hit one of the hardest of any of them that last season. Yeah. I think it'll be interesting to see how it affects him later on. For sure. Yeah. I think Olin was like, I don't know if he was the one who talked about it or not, but like he said in season three, he was like going to try and delve yeah. into what little Kato's mind is like after that. And I'm like, that just makes me all the more excited for this season. Yeah. Yes. Sure. I think little Kato is such a complex character that he's, he's so like manic and sporadic, but at the same time, it's very like emotional and he has a lot going on and he has a big heart. He might, him and Tribor are right up there for my favorite. Tribor's just ridiculous, but Lil Kato's got <laughs> layers. You know what I mean? Oh yeah. That's yeah. <laughs> that that's pretty much that's that's a really good reason to like both of them. <laughs> All right. Here's here's question number four. All right. So are there any other shows or movies you want to be a part of music wise? Oh, we had a similar question to this, so I'm going to answer yeah, it. Earlier this season, <laughs> they're correct. I'm going to answer it the right way. So, I, before I said the Last of Us Part Two, I wanted to write a song for. If I could do songs for video games, I would like die. Like, I would, <laughs> it, it would be amazing. I had the privilege of watching the Mass Effect Andromeda um, session when they recorded, and I was like, I want to do this someday. Like, this is so awesome. That um, is really cool. <laughs> Yeah, I love, like, really serious shows. But at the same time, I'll watch, like, Diners, Drive-Ins, and Dives over and over and over again. Like Always a good go-to. It's funny because I, I, like, write such serious music. But when it comes to, like, TV shows that I watch, I'm, like, Cartoon Network, like, you know, Amazing World of Gumball, Chowder, Flapjack. Like, <laughs> I love those shows. Oh, yeah. There's, I think personally, there's a huge difference between like serious cartoons and serious like live action because, you know, with the years of cartoons and how long they've existed, it just gets all the more difficult to make a cartoon serious and funny. And that's what makes Final Space so special is like, 
it's able to pull that off so naturally in like every aspect. Yeah, I feel like if you were to put all the episodes together and put it in a theater, it would be like that's a movie. Yeah, like that's yeah. how oh, that pretty it is. So cool. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and I think that you know, just hearing from Owen that whole kind of cinematic vision, um, I think really translates well through Final Space, and that's kind of what sets it apart from you know, it's it's a competition in the the adult animation realm. What competition? Get that exactly. Out of here. Yeah. <laughs> No, <laughs> but yeah, yeah, and it's it's it translates really well, and I it's always interesting hearing from you know every side of the production of people trying to match his vision for a cinematic television show. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, I think like the big difference between Final Space and like the other adult animation out there, like that's still running. Like BoJack Horseman was really good, but yeah. like. There's the shows that are really up in the adults, like, you know, Rick and Morty is a really good example. I think what differs that, like, music-wise is a lot of the music made for Rick and Morty is, like, the typical sci-fi, you know, the background music and chase scenes, kind of like Back to the Future. Um, whereas, like, Final Space, like, the lyrics mean something, and when when they do, they mean a lot. <laughs> like, enough to pull the audience into tears, like... There, are, there aren't a lot of those moments uh, in other adult animation as there is in Final Space. There's a funny story behind the title song with Rick and Morty. Um, they, when we were like figuring out the, what the title song was going to be, and I submit, like you've heard on Twitter, some of the songs that I that I put together, like "We'll Never, We'll Never Be Alone Again." And, um, one of the notes we got back was that it needed to sound like Rick and Morty. And if oh. you listen to the Rick and Morty theme, it's like, that's really, really, really sci-fi. And like, mm. that's yeah. not like what Final Space is. And I was so mad. Like, I was so ticked off. I was like, we're not making a Rick and Morty show. We were making Final Space. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I'm glad. I'm glad that the, the show has uh, people like you who can bite back and make the show as good as it <laughs> I don't bite back. I just do that seedingly on my own. <laughs> And then I write a terrible song that sounds like Rick and Morty, so they don't pick it. And then I make one really awesome that they have to pick. There you oh go. my gosh, that is that a really good. smart. That's a really smart <laughs> get around. <laughs> yeah, because like you know, Olin's comments on like like why was this not used? What was this? And he's like, I don't know. I loved it. <laughs> <laughs> we all loved it. That first title song for a year, they were like, "Yep, this is it. This is it. This is it." And then it was like, "Nope." But I like I like the one that we have now. Like I yeah, feel like it fits, sure. it's more of like a title song instead of like depressing, which is kind of coming to the town. But no, yeah, I'm really really happy with where we ended up, and without yeah. them pushing, without them pushing for that, we wouldn't have gotten there. So it's a headbanger for for real. Yeah, it's, <laughs> yeah. I you want that on a mug. It's a headbanger for real. <laughs> but it's like every time like I introduce somebody to the show, and I'm like. All right, let's sit down and watch watch the beginning, and you know, the theme song comes on, and you know they'll just gradually grow to start banging their head with me whenever they're listening to. It. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's 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 really it's a really good introduction, but then like like the minute after, like everything is sad. It's like oh right. yeah, I'll bang <laughs> my head next time, right? <laughs> yeah, that's fun. Yeah, yeah. All right, we have All one right. more question. All right, this one uh, kind of branches off of Final Space in general. Um, how how you how you been? How's your music career going during like, especially during the gap of Final Space production? 
So I'm working on a new album. It's done. I say working, but that you never stop even when it's done. Um, it's called Dark Ages. Um, we're trying to look at a fall release for that. Um, so I've just been working on that. I, I kind of do, I'll do final space for a year and then I'll be off for a year. And I focus on my, my solo music career and my book and um, pitching a TV show and doing music videos. And like, there's just a lot going on. So I'm doing well. I know a lot of people have been worried about me because I've had a lot of health problems going on. And I really appreciate that everyone sending me a message and being so kind and um, I'm feeling a lot better. I have a good, good attitude. So, yeah, that's always the best. Uh, th- there's, I was also kind of worried because, like, uh, you know, lupus. You know, summer's always the worst kind of season for that specifically. Because, like, yeah, I'm like covered in sunblock. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. My mom has lupus, and every time she like goes into the sun for ten minutes, she comes up like with a rashy face. Like, let's not do that again. Yeah, I get the butterfly rash on my face, and it's, it looks like I'm sunburned, but it's just a big old, big old butterfly on my face. Yeah, I hope I hope you're I hope you're doing well. I am. I appreciate you. Oh, I appreciate you too, Shelby. <laughs> <laughs> All right, awesome. Well, well, that's going to do it for our episode. I think. Uh, thank you so much, Maddie, for returning to to the podcast for being an awesome fan tricks in all always, uh, and Shelby for doing two episodes this season it means a, it means a whole lot to have you on the the podcast twice this season well, thank you for having me anytime yeah dude yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, thank you guys so much thanks for tuning in and sitting down with maddie and me as we chatted with shelby make sure you hop on over to the into final space discord server to chat with us after you give this episode a listen for more on the podcast you can go follow at into final space both on instagram and twitter and give me a follow at gabriel w jones on instagram and twitter as well Thanks for listening, and I'll see you next time on Into Final Space. Thanks, guys.